0: Welcome back to the Two Marks of Spark Wrestling Podcast, brought to you by ExpressVPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash spark to get three free months when you sign up for the 12-month package. That brings you up to 15 months of the best VPN on the internet. All right. Moving on. That's
1: that's right. Right. It is a Friday night. How was your week? It was pretty good. Not the worst.
0: I don't think people realize that this is, like, the only time me and you talk. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. Well, it's technically Saturday morning now
0: at uh, 2 a.m. I mean, me and Bryce will watch football together during football season, but that's about it. So this is just, this is our normal.
1: Mm -hmm. Just so you know, this is is not against the grain. This is just what we do.
0: For those of you new here, I usually... Start by asking how Bryce is doing because legitimately, there's a good chance we haven't talked all week.
1: Yeah, <laughs> this is the back half of the week is when we interact the most, just because work is a bitch in the beginning of the week for both of us. Oh yeah. So let's uh let's talk about some wrestling then.
0: Oh, where do we start? Let's start with some news, I guess. Cause fuck. Nothing Play it on good. me. I-, I haven't. Good. Oh, okay.
1: Good. Good to know. <laughs>
0: Fuck. Uh, we haven't talked about it, but obviously Daphne Younger, uh, or Shannon, Daphne Younger, Shannon Spurles passing a couple weeks ago, we haven't talked about it because I try to keep mum as the word on that. If you want my real opinion on that, go on Twitter, but rest in peace on that. Um, obviously, this Ric Flair situation is seemingly only going to get worse. Uh, I watched the Dark Side of the Ring thing. It's bad. Alright? I'm I'm gonna level with you. It's bad. No uh, not the not the documentary itself, not like the episode of the show itself. But like the situation The, ex- the situation is really bad. But like, I mean If you knew anything about the plane ride from hell, I don't know if it's exactly a shocker. It's definitely not. It's news in the sense that we didn't know it went to that extent. And if you don't know what we're talking about, go Google it or stop living under a rock because it's been everywhere the last two days. So I'm not going to get too much into it just because realistically, there's no fucking point. Realistically, there's no fucking point in us talking about it. Uh, Tommy Dreamer suspended indefinitely. From Impact Wrestling for his comments. I have a prediction about that. More of a wait and see. I think Tommy Dreamer is reinstated by Impact in the next six weeks. I, and I and I'm serious about that. I think he's gonna get reinstated. I don't think he's getting fired. Some people think he should be fired, but it's like that he's not getting fired. They're not firing Dreamer, no way. As much as I don't agree with what he said, and I really do not agree with what he said, and I think it was repulsive, I don't think the guy's getting fired. I think you forget about that. But let's talk about something a little more cheery, Bryce. Cheery. Indeed. AEW Dynamite for September 15th, 2021. This show
1: was beautiful. It was beautiful it really was i really enjoyed this i think this is one of the better dynamites in the last few months
0: yeah and they've only and we said that last week too
1: yeah they're uh they seem to be an upward swing which makes me happy and based on the cards we're getting next week uh i think it will continue we have
0: two pay-per-view cards next week
1: yes (laughs) it's gonna rip hard next week uh, and we ha- and we have a two-hour rampage.
0: Yes, and we have an Extreme Rules show to watch. Do
1: we... uh, help me, <laughs> help me.
0: For the record, I am legitimately making Bryce watch that.
1: Uh, I really don't want to, but I will. Well, yeah. I'd r- I'd rather be watching football on a Sunday, but
0: hey, we can watch football right up until Extreme Rules starts.
1: That makes me cry. But the The name of the game. First match, Ben. Let's go. Uh,
0: we have Adam Cole and Frankie Kazarian, and Adam Cole's in-ring debut in AEW. This was glorious.
1: It was very glorious.
0: Both both contestants put up one hell of a show. Am I the only one that I'm starting to think that maybe it should be Kazarian that beats Omega? I, I it won't be, but. Wouldn't that just be something to look at?
1: The thing is, is Kazarian always puts up a really, really good fight against everyone he fights.
0: Kazarian is also consistently not having horrible matches. Frankie Kazarian is a
1: very consistent wrestler, even at his age, which is impressive.
0: For how old this guy is? Like, this guy's like 41 or 42. I don't know how... Hold on. on. He's,
1: he's, He's older. Um... But goddamn, I don't think I've seen a bad match with him in AEW yet.
0: No, he's 44, which is shockingly
1: old. He's he's killing it at 44. That's he all he looks say great.
0: He looks great. He does not. His face looks 44, but the rest of him does not. Yeah. So kudos to him for that. Cole wins with the Panama City Sunrise, and then he grabs a mic. And he says his iconic, who's ready for a story time with Adam Cole, baby. I'm so glad that's back, by the way. He didn't get a chance to do that in NXT. And I'm so glad he's doing it here. He did it all the time in ROH. And uh, he pretty much challenges Christian Cage and the Lucha Brothers. Not the Lucha Brothers. What the hell am I saying? Jurassic Express. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, it's been a long week. Bear with me. It it really has been, but we've had an emotionally up and down week, and Bryce knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, but um, so Christian
1: Cage, Jurassic Express versus Adam Cole and the Young Bucks.
0: Apparently, one. they're called the Super Click. I'm I'm assuming that's like an old PWG or ROH uh, reference.
1: Uh, uh, I'm gonna pretend I know what that reference is supposed to be, even though I don't.
0: I mean, we can probably YouTube it later. Super click. Uh, oh, God. That's kind of a cheesy name. Cringe. Um, cringe. Bro, it's got Adam Cole in it. It's not allowed to be cringe. And he challenges them to a match next week in New York. They go backstage. Cage and Jurassic Express. Not the Lucha Brothers, except. <laughs> um. So, yeah, the super click is back. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, we had a video package that I apparently didn't see. I have it here, but I didn't see it because... Basically, all it is is setting up Lucha Bros versus uh,
1: Butcher and the Blade at the Rampage, which we also watched.
0: We literally just watched that. Um, there is something I want to talk about in between the shows here, by the way, that we kind of skipped over in the news bit, but we'll get to it. Uh, Tony Schiavone backstage with Fuego and Guevara. Also setting up the match for what we're going to talk about later. I don't remember this segment very well. Uh, neither do I. Uh, keep in mind, we watch these shows at like 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah.
1: Some things kind of blur a little bit.
0: MJF comes fun. to the ring with Wardlow. This is glor- Spicy. Spicy. Glorious.
1: But I expect nothing less from MJF.
0: MJF cuts a great promo. He pretends to talk to Brian Pillman Sr., he starts looking up at the sky, and then he's like, "Who am I kidding? He's in hell." And then starts talking to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this man is brutal. Oh god, I hope they have the permission of the. Per- I hope he has the permission of the Pillman family to say like half the shit he said. Because if I... he doesn't, that's really he... bad. He is getting fucking heat. <laughs> but imagine if he didn't have the permission to say what he's saying like they could fire him for that i have to imagine that he is that he does have permission and that he told tony hey you know this is fine
1: like it's 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 mean but if if the man says it's okay i guess it is what it is
0: um and then As MJF is talking Pillman's music hits He sends Wardlow up the ramp to greet him And then Pillman comes up behind him And absolutely clocks this guy I mean It was nasty And then Yeah MJF retreats That was that And then we got an interview Between Ross and Pillman I had to watch half this show on mute by the way So Bryce if you remember anything from this Or you have your notes there Go ahead it Wasn't right. it basically just talking about what happened last week?
1: Basically?
0: I heard the interview was good. I heard it was a good interview. I just can't give too much of an opinion on that. Then we had Dante so, Martin. Is... What?
1: Oh, another thing to notice is the uh, NXT versus AEW on Wednesday night reference.
0: When did they reference that?
1: They were like... Oh, so, oh yeah. yeah, in the Christian yeah, Cage yeah, 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 yeah. interview yeah. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's let's not skip over that because that was a funny bit. Since, since... <laughs> here's the thing, Adam, we accept your challenge since you're already used to losing Wednesday night wars. Let's add Friday to that, said Christian Cage.
0: Oh. This was that glorious. Was,
1: that was funny. I enjoyed that.
0: Uh <sighs> Then we got Dante Martin and Matt Seidel against FTR, as I choke on nothing. Christ almighty, there's a lot of good talent in this match. Dante Martin can fly obscenely high. Dante
1: Martin is probably the best person in this ring. Uh, I don't know, man.
0: FTR is pretty damn good.
1: FTR is very good, but Dante Martin is also very good. He's just really young.
0: And the fact that we're not saying Matt Seidel is one of the best in the ring. No.
1: Everyone in this ring is really, really, really good. Um, it's it's a match loaded with talent.
0: Fun match. FTR get the win on the big rig. On Dante. Jim Ross said something really stupid. He said that FTR reminds them reminds him of Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. That was a stupid line. Moving on. One, Arn and Tully were both better on the mic. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't CM Punk
1: on the commentary table during this match?
0: Yes. Punk was very quiet.
1: He did not say much. He really didn't. I don't even know why he was on the commentary table, to tell you the truth. Well,
0: here's the thing. When you have Excalibur, not anyone is going to be able to say much. Right.
1: I was just a little confused. And I think we got we got uh, Lance Archer and Suzuki after this, right?
0: Yes. Uh, next, it was Lance Archer and Suzuki backstage. This was actually a re-aired segment from Dark, uh, but I think they figured out that no one watches Dark. Um, and it's basically challenging them to a tag match at Arthur Ashe. I guess that's going to be a lights-out match, as we found out on Rampage. Uh, I can't wait for this. This is going to be so so good. And that show is two hours next week. I can't wait. I hope that's the main event. Yeah. I hope they give it the time it needs. Because they definitely didn't give that to... uh...
1: Suzuki and Moxley.
0: Yeah. Then Malachi Black makes his amazing entrance. That entrance is so
1: goddamn good.
0: He says, and I quote... Members of the House of Black, please rise for we have an enemy in our midst. He's talking about Rosario Dawson, the actress, and also the judge on the Go Big Show with Cody. This was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Very much so. He goes up to Rosario, and then Cody starts running down the, the steps behind him, and he hears the crowd go off. So he turns around. He reacts to the crowd noise, which is not something many wrestlers do. This was so smart. He sees Cody. He's going to go after him. And then Rosario Dawson fucking jumps on his back and starts riding him like a fucking horse. That that was unexpected. I mean, this was like a rodeo and Malachi Black was a raging bull. (laughs) And Rosario Dawson was the rider. This was awesome. (laughs) And then... Cody and Malachi fought up the steps of the arena, and they went to commercial. I hope Malachi wins next week, dude. I really hope so, too.
1: I think he needs it more than Cody does.
0: And then Alex Marvez get the... F- and when they come back, Alex Marvez is backstage with Anna J in the Dark Order. Get the fuck off my television, Marvez. And How's things sp- are continuing to fall apart. We'd between... love to see it. My cat is making strange noises back there. Anyway, just jumping on things. Anyway, then we get another fantastic segment. American Top Team is in the ring with Dan Lambert and the Men of the Year. And this was incredible. spicy. It was spicy. Whoever was spicy. brought in Dan Lambert and told him, hey go out there and be a 65 year and act like a 65 year old man who hates modern professional wrestling. Great choice. Uh so that's so good. What I thought was funny was Paige Van Zant was there and Paige Van Zant has been rumored to be going to WWE at some point. But she was here. Also Dan Lambert said in a shoot interview I saw this week that uh he thinks Junior Dos Santos is probably going to end up wrestling at some point. I so, think so. And he thinks it'd be for AEW because it sounds like Lambert's going to be there for a while. CM Punk said a very funny line here. He said, Dan Lambert is like Bobby Heenan if he had a, warble- a wardrobe full of affliction. <laughs> this was fantastic. Oh, God. Jericho comes out. The word shit was said a lot in this segment. Uh, Jericho says shit a lot And then uh, The challenge is laid down For the tag match Men of the year versus Jericho and Hager for next week Did I mention Jake Hager was there? Yeah, it's really not important He was just standing there screaming He wasn't screaming, he was just standing there Championships, yeah
1: Championships
0: Remember, they were heels Back when they said that though I don't care if you were a heel, a baby face, or a turnpike.
1: Championships.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think that's like the... Has he said anything since? I don't... That? I. I, I, don't,
1: I don't think so.
0: I think he said something in a backstage segment, like before that MMA fight he had with Wardlow.
1: Yeah, that horrible match that I, I hated. It.
0: I liked it. I thought it was fun.
1: I don't like fake UFC matches.
0: I thought the presentation of it was fun.
1: I thought it was a cool idea, but it looked like shit. That's what I gotta say about
0: that. Uh then we get Jade Cargill versus Layla Hirsch, who apparently lives in Brooklyn. This is gonna be a massacre. Or New Jersey or whatever. Um Cargill absolutely monikered her in her hometown. And people are mad she didn't win in her hometown. It's like, guys, this isn't John Moxley. Be realistic. <laughs>
1: This isn't. Be realistic, please. This isn't. Wrestling fans.
0: This isn't. This isn't, you know, anybody. And she was also wrestling Jade Cargill, who
1: so is that... a behemoth compared to her.
0: Cargill wins fairly easily. And then Taz and Hook come out to the commentary table and confront CM Punk. Taz is like, Are you trying to take my job? Taz, with the exception of last week, I do not remember the last time you were on Dynamite Commentary. And if you're never on Dynamite Commentary again, frankly, it will be a great day in my life. Jesus Christ, Miko. Sorry about that. My cat's being an asshole. So, moving on. (laughs) Got a lot of cat bloopers tonight. Yeah, we're having a lot of cat bloopers. I think we're going to have to take a break after this show and get him the hell out of here. Um... But basically what ends up happening here is Taz and Punk jaw back and forth and then Hobbs jumps Punk and Punk gets the merciless shit beat out of him and Hook stands there and laughs. This was great. Oh, and Punk went through the broadcast table. (laughs) Ouchie. Well, he didn't really go through. The table didn't actually break. Then we got Darby Allin versus Sean Spears. This match was actually a little longer than I thought it was going to be, but it was still short, <laughs> which was weird. But it was a good it was match. A good, it was a good match. Darby won with a coffin drop. The pinnacle came out and uh, jumped Darby and Sting, and we're going to get FTR versus Darby and Sting next week. And they rubbed off the face paint of both Darby and Sting in this segment. Classic heel maneuver. Got to say you're
1: good We're getting Sting wrestling on a dynamite once again.
0: I'm fine with it. Surprising, but it is what it is, I suppose. Uh, It's New York, bud. This is their New York debut. They're in a stadium. They got to pull out all the fucking bullshit. I suppose so. Uh, They go to commercial. Shivani's in the ring to interview Brian Danielson. This turns into the segment of the night. And they were both wearing plain white t-shirts again. Is this match going to be sponsored by Hanes plain white (laughs) (laughs) t-shirts? I saw that on Twitter and I just thought it was really funny. I thought it repeated. Get get 12 shirts for $10. Yeah, get 12 shirts for $10. Um, You can rock the Brian look. uh, Callus comes out and he says, look, it's the hippie millionaire. What a sanctimonious son of a bitch you are. (laughs) <laughs> there I are just you, some, There are some great Great lines here Uh, After Don finished talking Well he wasn't done talking But Brian says shut up Don My new favorite line Uh, And he says someday it's going to be about the world title But right now it's just about me and Kenny The best versus the best Brian wants to fight the best. Callus says no, but Omega takes the mic and says, So you say you want the best belt machine? You say you want the god of pro wrestling? My answer is yes. So next week, in a non title fashion, it's going to be Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega. I have no fucking clue who's winning that match.
1: That could go either way. But if it's a non-title match, I could see Brian winning that, and then I'll probably I'll probably set up something later on.
0: And then we got Eddie Kingston and John Moxley versus Two Point I legitimately almost forgot about this match, but it was a good match.
1: It wasn't bad. I just it was um it was good, but incredibly unremarkable.
0: I mean, I get why it was on the show. Yeah,
1: you need you need you need to fill in time, and you got to have your your main boys, John Moxley and Eddie Kingston, on the card, which I can't complain. I love both of those two. Anytime, and I
0: like I I like two too. I anytime you're doing something just to get Eddie Kingston on a card, I'm probably not going to get mad about it. No, uh, it's
1: not to say that anything. Anything involving them is going to be solid.
0: Uh, They ended up winning with a combination Exploder, Suplex, and Lariat. Mox got the pin on Jeff Parker. And then Suzuki's music hit and a brawl ensued. And that is how we went off the air. That is AEW Dynamite for September 15th, 2021. I do want to backtrack a little bit, but we're going to take a quick break so I can get this cat out of my fucking hair. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I got to love cats, Ben.
0: I do love this cat, but he's... We
1: we, we we love them, but they can be turd butts sometimes.
0: He is causing a lot of problems on this show tonight. And he just right. scratched the shit out of my leg. God damn it.
1: All right. We'll be right back, folks.
0: Yeah. Uh, time to cat break. Be right back. <laughs> and we're back. with Minus a cat. He's in the other room. Thank God. Uh, so, before we talk about Rampage, I do want to talk about one thing. Biggie won the title on Monday.
1: Yes, thank God. Um,
0: I don't know how I feel, because I feel like they're going to fuck it up. But I'm also happy at the same time.
1: Biggie's needed his shot for years.
0: Uh, people are mad he didn't beat Roman. I don't think that was realistic
1: uh they have they have plans for roman i'm sure well, Clint, bobby made bobby made more sense
0: they already announced brock lesnar versus uh roman reigns for that crown jewel show
1: oh yeah i saw that when he already has that match with finn at Extreme, oh my god why do they do that promote the saudi shows i know it's just it's fucking stupid to, to any reasonable person's brain, that's just... It's short circuits in my brain.
0: Now, they did say if Roman still has the belt, it will be for the title. If he doesn't, it won't be for the title. But if... Still, it's, it's stupid. Stupid. I didn't okay. watch SmackDown today or yesterday, but there's a reason for that. That doesn't really matter. Uh... This show started with the Lucha Brothers versus the Butcher and the Blade, which we I feel like we just talked about. We did, and it's awesome. <laughs> and it was a very good match, and the Lucha Brothers won on really kind of a cool spot. Um, Pentek got his mask tied up in the ropes. He made the save on Ray Phoenix. Ray Phoenix ended up being able to flip that after the save was made. He ended up being able to flip it around and get a pin. The Lucha Brothers retain, and then here comes the entirety of Of Hardy family office, and then Santana and Ortiz come out to make the save. We're going to have an eight man tag match next week, which Matt Hardy announces later on. We get a video package for Brian versus uh, Omega. I'm so looking forward to that. We've waited so long for that match, and now we're going to get it.
1: Dream match. It is a dream match, bro.
0: This isn't even on a pay per view.
1: This is on TV.
0: We're gonna go over these cards in a minute because the next time we do this show, they'll have already happened. But we'll look at these cards in a minute, and I think
1: AEW's we... TV cards spoil us so hard.
0: They really do. People wonder why I don't watch WWE television. That's why uh, I'm a spoil a little brat when it comes to TV cards. Um, also because AEW. Speaking of spoiled, we had the Bunny versus Anna J. Uh spoiler alert. I knew that what who won this match like 3 days ago or whenever it was recorded. Uh I accidentally stumbled upon a spoiler and this was the lone spoiler I saw. Pepperoni pepperoni. Because if you didn't know this match this show was taped um cuz it was as Rampage will be most weeks now. Uh Anna J versus the Bunny it was a very good match. With a very stupid finish. I don't like roll-ups. No one should like roll-ups ever. But at least Anna won, and they're gonna do Anna versus Penelope next week. Is this them like building Anna J to face Britt? That's kind of what it feels like. Because they're not put, they're not making a tag match. They're doing singles matches. Yeah, which is fine. There's no problem with that. I mean, Anna proved tonight that she is really good in the ring. I just don't want her to get built too quick and then get smashed by um, Britt Baker. I don't know, man. I, I think there's a real shot that they put that belt on Anna.
1: Yeah, that's why I don't want her to get thrown into the title picture too quick.
0: Oh, you're saying you don't want Britt to lose the title. <laughs>
1: No, I'm saying I want I want Anna to win. I just don't think they should rush it. They got they got to let it simmer.
0: Well, I think she's got another two or three feuds after this. Yeah,
1: yeah, I know, and that's what I'm trying to say is I. And want she's it
0: still got to gotta deal with this Dark Order shit. Like this yeah. Dark Order shit's gonna take her a while. I yeah,
1: think. yeah, right. Which which good. That's time to simmer. You got to let your stew simmer in the pot a little bit, Ben, before you put it on your in your bowl. That's just how the world should
0: work. Uh, speaking of the Dark Order, there is a rumor about them that we'll talk about after this, this review, just really briefly, because it got brought up this week, and I kind of want to bring it up. Right on. Uh, after the match, after Anna won, there was a bit of a schmaz and uh, Penelope Ford broke out the brass knucks and decked both Anna and Tay. They both sold this, like, a million dollars. This was awesome. They both did. They did a look back on Wednesday's Dynamite uh, with the Hobbs attacking Punk, which is funny because, like, when they showed that video package, I'd, like, just gone back and watched that part of Dynamite specifically, like, earlier on in the day, so I'm like, dude, I just saw this, but... Then I realized, wait, I'm a Mark. Of course, I just saw it. And then Hardy cuts his promo saying he's pissed that they're 0-2 on the night. And he wants that eight-man tag match next week, so they're going to get it. Then we got a really, really, really good promo segment. (laughs) Oh, wait. Should we talk about the whole Hardy shaving the plant fan's head? That was stupid. I mean, I don't, I don't even, I don't even want to talk about it. You know, we should talk about Britt Picker and Ruby Soho. This was e- spicy. Uh, a couple spicy of great lines in here. in here. Um, banging some guy. <laughs> Soho called Brit a self entitled chick who's banging some guy in the back. Um. Spicy, spicy line. Adam Cole, so Adam Cole has got to be looking around like, dude, I just got here. What the fuck is she talking about? Uh. Now, Tony Schiavone is probably going to get beat up for her saying that uh, because Brit did hug Tony when she got in the ring. And Adam will just assume. Huh. Well. No, probably not. Time to get some heat. <laughs> Time to get some heat.
1: Um, You're acting like QT Marshall didn't do that like three weeks ago. What? Get heat? Get heat by by bullying Tony Schiavone.
0: Adam Cole did it better.
1: I mean, yeah. It it was a little cheap with QT Marshall. It was just to bring Big Show out at that point.
0: Right. But when Adam Cole did it, it was just um friggin' get heat. But they announced next week's Rampage card, which we're gonna talk about in a minute. Then we get one of those awkward split screen interviews with Mark Henry, Fuego, and Miro. I hate. I really don't like these that much. I I really hope they get rid of these. They won't, but I hope they do. Then we had a title versus car match. This was. <laughs>
1: For a match we just saw, Fuego's Honda Civic was on the line for
0: this, or whatever car that was. I think it was like an Elantra or something. That's kind of what it looked like.
1: I don't know. I did. I don't. I don't care.
0: Miro won.
1: Big F- surprise.
0: Fuego got a shocking amount of offense,
1: and then Miro. He did. Last, he, did he did last time though too.
0: And he got more this time because the match was longer. But. Uh, Miro won and then he shoved Fuego's keys in his mouth because they were on like an AEW lanyard, and then put him in that inverted camel clutch he does that looks like shit. Um this does not look good. And then Guevara came out and it looks like we're gonna get Guevara versus Miro. Good lord good rampage it flew right by this show was an hour and didn't feel every
1: like it. every rampage flies by so far every rampage has felt super short yeah this is the normal for as far as I can see well wow. very very happy they continue to give this rampage some love I hope it continues for a long time
0: I hope they don't downgrade it to a B-show.
1: With the amount of talent they have, I think that would be a little difficult, just because of how much great people they have on this roster.
0: It might even already be a B-show. This might be a B-show effort from them, and it just doesn't feel like it because they've got...
1: They have just so many good people.
0: Tony could have given up on this thing already, but we wouldn't know it because... There's... That
1: is what happens when you have such a loaded roster.
0: Uh, let's talk about some rumors, Bryce. I know we don't like to talk about them because... I don't, but lay it on me. So... You,
1: you 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 tend to be more in the loop with this kind of stuff than I do.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, so, it sounds like that there is a rumored uh, one Bray Wyatt debut coming. Right um, Sounds like it's going to be uh In Rochester on the 29th um, Which is interesting Because that's Brody Lee's hometown Now wouldn't it be interesting If they Sent Brody out there Or not Brody, Bray out there In Brody's hometown That would be I think one of the best ways they could do it that's the rumor that if it's going to happen, it's going to be at that show. I don't... I saw that on Twitter. I don't remember. I would I would love to credit whoever said that. But it was like one of the sheets guys, you know, the normal suspects. It was not on Fightful Select because I would have remembered that. But I'm interested to see where that goes. And if Bray... If Bray is there, I will uh, lose my shit. I will also lose my shit. What else you got for me, Ben? I don't know, man. Do we want to talk about the thing I did on Wednesday? Or not Wednesday, Thursday? It's up to you. So I went on a show for Project Nerd. My buddy Dame Marv's is part of the Project Nerd crew, and I went on their party cast to talk about Labyrinth oh ben (laughs) i love labyrinth what i love labyrinth we might need to do a bonus pot on that movie at some point because (laughs) that movie is an adventure it really is i I feel like we might need to do a bonus show on that at some point (laughs) oh man i i could just sit here and read my notes and i think it'd be pretty entertaining Uh, (laughs) um um I'm, I'm glad you finally got the opportunity
1: to see that movie it's a wild ride
0: you never even told me to watch it
1: i think i've mentioned it to you at some point you just don't remember was i I, I watched I, I watched that movie when i was 17 so that was a while ago we were still but in I, high school Jeez. yeah i i adore that movie to this day i love david bowie his music is Amazing, and this movie was strange, <laughs> to say the least. It, it was it was very David Bowie. Do we want to um, do a
0: bonus show on that at some point?
1: I... Well, we we, we that we can talk about that later. I'm just glad it's, it's a ride. I feel like I, isn't it like isn't it like the uh, it's like a 35th anniversary?
0: That's why you guys were watching it. I. Well, no, it came out in 1986. Well, what's 2021 minus 1986? Hold on. I can actually find that out really quickly. I'm sitting on a computer. Uh, 2021 minus 1986. Yep. 35th year anniversary. Well, there you go. I'm right on the money. We might need to do a show for that.
1: Because uh, <laughs> apparently they were also like screening that in movie theaters and shit, too.
0: Were people show. showing up high? Uh, I I don't know. I, probably. I would have probably have to assume so. They were watching *Rebirth*. For the record, I watched that movie entirely sober. Um, I was told that that would be a mistake. The people that told me that were right. See, Ben,
1: you you don't know David Bowie the way I do, so this probably took you off guard.
0: No, it didn't take me off guard because people told me to watch it while intoxicated, so I knew what I was getting into. I don't think that's the best advice. Well, what what do you consider the best advice?
1: Watch the movie and that's it. Oh, okay. Ex- experience it for how it is at face value.
0: Which is actually a pretty decent cult movie that lost a bunch of money.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's how a lot of cult movies are. They bomb box offices and they end up being super smash hits like 20 years after they come out.
0: But yeah, Go watch Labyrinth. It's on Netflix. Like that's my short review of it. We're not doing a whole show on it right now, but like go 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 watch Labyrinth. It's, it's fucking yeah.
1: good. Especially if you like David Bowie.
0: Especially if you like David Bowie. Uh what else? What other news do we have that we can actually talk about? Uh oh yeah, that uh Superpod I'm doing on the 29th. So, as part of the uh whole Joiner Network thing. I'm going to be hosting a super pod with a couple of really cool people on October 29th. Uh, I encourage you to come check that out. We'll have more details when we get closer. And I will be tweeting about it because I'm actually kind of excited to do that. And we have a guest coming on next week to also talk about it. So, yeah. uh, I think that show's going to go up Wednesday. Yeah.
1: Right on, right on.
0: But Bryce... What else yes do we sir. have coming up? We have Grand Slam next week. We
1: have, we have Victory Grandpa.
0: Road tonight.
1: Uh, I thought that was Sunday.
0: No, that's tonight. That's well, Saturday night.
1: I don't know if I'll be able to watch it, but...
0: At bare minimum, I will tweet about Victory Road.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I will unfortunately have to watch Extreme Rules next week. Oh, God. And hope to God that it's better than the last couple of years.
0: Uh, It can't be worse than last year.
1: Yeah, it probably won't be worse than last year. It's probably going to suck. There's going to be some decent matches.
0: I don't think Drew McIntyre is going to be on the show, buddy.
1: (sighs) I think there'll be some good matches. That's all I expect.
0: You just got to shiver up your spine hearing no Drew McIntyre. I I love Drew
1: McIntyre. I I love Drew McIntyre so much, but I'm the bars low for me I mean that SummerSlam summer show was
0: fucking dreadful
1: it was so bad and that was like sp- that was supposed to be the redeemer because they're supposed to pull out all the all the stops for SummerSlam. If summer anything Slam.
0: redeemed them it was Smackdown last week
1: yeah so if extreme rules is good or at least decent if it's passable i will be
0: Pleased. I did not watch NXT this week, but we did watch the fucking wedding angle.
1: I. <laughs> I enjoyed it
0: for what it was because they weren't taking it seriously. If they... I know,
1: I know. I just I'm I'm. <laughs> oh God! Poor Ember just... Moon
0: having to be there and not wrestling. <laughs> also, NXT's new set looks like dog ass. I hate it. It looks like.
1: Um, it looks like two oh five with more rainbows.
0: It looks like t- It looks like a tie dye accident is what it looks like.
1: Yeah, they they splattered a uh, paint palette onto the uh, like the the light fixtures around the building. Also, I'm uh, I'm gonna miss the black and gold brand.
0: They did a four way for the NXT title, right? I don't know if you heard about this. Yeah, Champa won, didn't he? Yes, but you, did you hear about the bullshit with the match? <laughs> No. Kyle O'Reilly gets pulled from the match because he gets beat up backstage. That's their reasoning. What? And get this, they put a guy in there who has never wrestled on television before. Von Wagner. Uh, what? Yeah. Hmm? yeah. Go watch NXT. That's
1: uh, all. I'm not I'm not going to, but okay. Well, that's that's something. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So... Is Samojo actually injured, or is that just an
0: angle injury? I... Considering it was Joe that put the video out himself and not a promo? Probably. Yeah. Okay, well, that's unfortunate. Because he put it out on his social media first and not just WWE social media. That's unfortunate. I know Joe's
1: kind of had a history of stuff like this, and I hate to see it. Yeah, he, he unfortunately he's getting to that age where it's not going to get much better.
0: I would like to see him go somewhere and do commentary that isn't WWE.
1: That's kind of what, what we were all hoping
0: if he can't wrestle and I'm perfectly fine if he can't wrestle, by the way, if he's too banged up, if he's too hurt, fine, but do what you can Ooh. If if
1: you want to do it, do what you can.
0: Do what you want to do, and if that means going somewhere else or even staying in WWE and doing commentary, fine. Do it. If he wants to stay there and do commentary, I'm sure they'll put him back on the raw desk and have no problems. They'll pull
1: Byron off. I'm just a little upset that they pulled him right after Mania the way they did. He was really good on commentary. He was. He really is. And that was just that was kind of a, a kick in the balls. Cause he did really good on that WrestleMania, and they
0: were just like, haha, goodbye. Uh if he's gonna go somewhere and do commentary, I think impact is probably realistic because that's where he was all those years. Impact needs the good commentary team. Dude, Josh Matthews is so bad. Matt Stryker is horrible. D Poor Delo. Delo's decent.
1: If Samoa Joe can come in and save that commentary team, I would not be upset.
0: But here's the thing: if you do Samoa Joe and Delo Brown, you don't have a play-by-play guy. Yeah. That's, well, that's a problem. I, I don't know Impact very
1: well. You know that. They'll I've figure it out. I've been enjoying
0: Impact the last couple weeks. Like actually, I haven't done reviews on it, but I've actually been enjoying Impact lately. Which is why oh. I'm, like, excited for Victory Road. But then again, Ace Austin is in the main event picture right now. So, of I'm course, I'm going to enjoy Impact. I'll probably watch
1: that match. I don't know if I'm going to watch the show, but I'll watch that match.
0: Oh, it's going to be great. I don't just think Ace I... is going to win.
1: No, but... but just because I love Ace Austin and Christian, I'll probably watch
0: that match. I still think Edge is better than Christian, but not by much. E. Uh, in-ring. Yeah. By a little bit. It's it's close. Christian's better on the mic. Yeah. Even though Edge is phenomenal. I,
1: I don't want to discredit either of them for anything. They're both phenomenal.
0: No, and um, people are like, oh, Edge should leave WWE. Not if he doesn't want to. If Edge wants to wrestle for WWE, fucking let him. Yeah. Chris,
1: Christian left... Christian wanted to stay is the thing or he was open to staying and WWE let like was not being receptive to him. Right. So he did what he had to do.
0: And he's done very well in AEW and in Oh AEW. yeah. He,
1: yeah, he has. He's been ripping it. It's just that's how it
0: happened. And as someone who was a Christian Cage fan when he was in TNA, uh, seeing him back in Impact is a little full circle <laughs> a
1: little nostalgic
0: and seeing him with the Impact belt is just it's, it's so sweet cause like Christian Cage was like one of the first wrestlers I like really started liking at the end of his TNA run when I first started watching wrestling so seeing that character back in Impact or back in TNA whatever you want to call it it's just so cool I agree because well, like those fans love him because they know who he is they know why he's there he keeps it very simple which is short and sweet if, and all complete if,
1: if nothing else impact fans have a long memory
0: well it's not even just that it's he left on really good terms so the idea of him going back isn't crazy and, you know, he's pretty much full-time in both Impact and AEW, which is allowed because Impact tapes, like, what, once every two weeks, once every three weeks in frickin' Nashville? And he lives in Tampa, so it's not like it's that. Well, that's a ways, but it's not like it's 100,000 miles, you know? No. And they tape on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So, or on Tuesdays, excuse me. Maybe it's Mondays and Tuesdays, but they, they don't tape on AEW days, so.
1: Yeah, and he could he could tape on a Tuesday and be back for a rampage on Friday with a day of rest
0: or tape on a Tuesday, do a segment on dynamite on Wednesday. And you know, he hasn't wrestled on impact TV. I don't think at least not that I've seen. He's just been talking. He did wrestle in a match in impact. He had that match with Brian Myers at what the hell was that last pay-per-view lockdown or something? No, it wasn't lockdown. Hard justice. I think it was,
1: Right. So this will be like his first big match with that title.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Brian Myers isn't a small match. They built it pretty quick, but it wasn't a small match. No, but this will be the first a bit fully more. built match. I'll be surprised if Christian loses, but like there's a world where Christian loses and stay- sticks around in impact. I could absolutely see that. Because, you think about it, Christian Cage and Ace Austin could very easily main event that big cross-promotion show they have in, what is it, November? When's Bound for Glory? Because that's got a whole bunch of promotions on it. That's got an AW on it and shit. That's going to be so good. That's the show that they're doing with, like, um, AW, the NWA. um Triple A. Triple A. Them, obviously. Oh, October 23rd. Okay, that's a lot sooner than I thought it was. That is two days after my birthday. Well, happy birthday to you, I guess.
1: Hopefully that show is one hell of a birthday present.
0: I hope. Dude, if Ace Austin wins the Impact title, either at Bound for Glory or Victory Road, I will shit my brooches. It's gonna be so good. Um Oh, New Japan's been added to that show as well. How long is that show gonna be? I don't know. They haven't announced any matches for it yet. But I have to think it's gonna be pretty long because they're teasing uh Perazzo versus James on that show. Um that's gonna be a really good match, by the way. Diana has just been So dominant. They have done such a good job with Deanna Parazzo. I know this isn't like an Impact show, but this is like our one big show for the week, so we might as well talk about it. Deanna Parazzo has been on an undefeated tear since she got released from WWE and Impact. She's had that belt for over a year, and now they're building her to fight Mickey. Man, that's going to be a collision. It's going be so exciting. What's interesting forward. though is Nick Aldis uh, announced, I guess, earlier this week that he's taking time away from wrestling or like taking time off or whatever after losing the NWA belt but seeing as and he had that belt for like three years I mean That's like, not surprising Right, and even during the pandemic, you know he wasn't doing much but still I mean he He's probably pretty banged up, I would have to imagine. Uh, here's the other thing, too. We've got a draft coming up for WWE on uh the first, or the fourth, or whatever that is. Whatever that first SmackDown is. I think it's the first. Yeah, it's the first and the fourth. A lot of people think LA Knight is going to the main roster. Or seem to think L.A. Knight is going to the main roster.
1: I don't think so.
0: No, he's got main roster written all over him.
1: You really think so? Oh, I I think so. I mean, I guess I do. I just don't think it's going to happen yet.
0: Am I wrong that he's got main roster written just all over No.
1: He's, he's endless talent. He could totally fit in. I mean, if he does, good... Their their main roster needs the talent. I think there's going to be a lot of NXT call ups. I really do. Well, they 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 are making that big emphasis on how they want to keep NXT younger. So I think they, a lot of the re- older guys
0: are going to the main roster.
1: You think they're going to rotate up like the Roderick Strong, the LA Knight?
0: I think LA Knight, Kyle, probably. Um. Who else? Kushida, maybe.
1: I mean, he's older. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Although I could see him getting buried pretty easily on that roster.
0: If Bronson Reed didn't get released, I would say Bronson Reed for sure. Do we have any word on what's up with him? He wrestled somewhere on the Indies this past week. I don't remember where.
1: So he's around.
0: Yeah, I'd be surprised if he doesn't turn up an impact.
1: Guess we'll have to keep our eyes open.
0: Yeah. I. I don't know, man. I really want to see Bronson turn up in AEW, but I don't think there's room for him.
1: No, there's 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 too much going on on this roster.
0: I feel like this is I impa- hate
1: I hate I hate to say it, but AEW's full right now.
0: AEW's full. I think impact could get a I think the NWA would be a great fit for Bronson Reed. I do. Um or ROH even, you know. Both places I think he could go and do really well. I just think some of this good
1: talent needs to be spread around a little bit.
0: And if that means we have to watch more shows to see the people we want to see, okay, you know, more good. We don't te- even
1: need to watch the shows. We just need to be able to watch the matches,
0: right? It's just more content in more different places. Everybody wins in that regard. Exactly. Because right now it's essentially AEW, WWE, and Impact straggling along behind. There are a lot of people, including me, that think if Impact was on a better network right now and they're not, they're on Access TV, which really sucks. Um they'd be doing really well. Because Impact has a load of talent. You think you're ever gonna get off of Access TV? I mean the company that owns them owns that network. Oh, well that's why then. Um, it's just it's just bottlenecking. I think they would be better off if they went to, like, a Fight TV or a, a Bleacher Report or something like that streaming. Because Impact Plus does really well. And Impact Plus is a really good streaming service. So, man, part of me wishes that they would go back to, like, a network like Spike. I know Spike isn't around anymore, but something like a Spike TV. I think they'd be a great fit on like ESPN Plus. I know it would never happen. But they would be a great fit on ESPN Plus.
1: Am I wrong? Yeah, it it would make ESPN Plus like much better cuz they're going to have hockey this year.
0: On ESPN Plus, right, and they're gonna basic. They're taking over the NHL TV thing, which makes the thing.
1: Thing is, is, I don't know if it's gonna have all the games like NHL TV has. No, it's
0: going to. They already said that. Really? Yeah.
1: Well, that's really good because ESPN Plus is gonna be a hell of a lot cheaper
0: than NHL TV was. For those of you that don't know, me and Bryce are big hockey fans. Comes with being from Minnesota. Uh, yeah. I mean, shit, if I can pay, like,
1: $7 a month and get all the hockey games, that's a hell of a deal. And that's not including all the other shit that it comes with.
0: Right, that's not even including all the 30 for 30s and shit like that.
1: The occasional UFC uh, shows.
0: Right. I'm just, I'm really excited about everything going on outside of WWE right now. It's interesting because, like, I've never been this—I haven't been this excited about TNA since, like, God, 2009? No, 2010. Because when they first got Hogan, things were pretty exciting. Uh, And that quickly faded. Once they went to Mondays, everything was— Ooh. That six-week Monday Night War, or nine-week, or whatever it was. It wasn't very long. And Impact was winless in that. But, Bryce, what do you say? Let's get the hell out of here, man. Yeah.
1: Wee's a sleepy.
0: Well, you are. I'm going to probably go watch funny shit on YouTube. But Brave soul. Folks, I hope everyone has a great weekend. I might be back later on the day that you're hearing this with a Victory Road review. Bryce would not be with me for that, but... uh I'll see if I can't pull a little special surprise out of my hat for that one. Um, Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, I'm going to try. But yeah, not really a whole lot else to talk about. I think we covered everything. We sure did. Plus a little bit. I know I definitely wanted to talk about that Impact stuff because Impact is a fascinating thing right now. But um, I hope everybody has a good weekend. Bryce, you got any fun plans?
1: Just hanging around. Getting ready for football on Sunday.
0: Hell yeah. We going to do what we did last week? Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Alrighty. Well, folks, everybody have a good weekend. I'll probably be back later with a Victory Road review, barring something happening. Uh, Oh, I forgot. I have a show recorded with Rob Hockman that I did Monday night. Uh, me and Rob recorded a show Monday night. I meant to put it up earlier this week but as Bryce will tell you I've had technical difficulties coming out of my ass all week You sure have and I haven't been able to put that show up. So that will probably go up at some point. Probably tomorrow or today I don't know. There might be three shows today. Wouldn't that be weird? Just three of them. Boom 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 Alright Everybody have a good one. We're out of here. Peace.